Welcome to Learn How to Trade Stocks, a podcast by Money Masters with me, your host, Robert. Here you will learn how to trade like a money ninja. Let's get started. Yeah, so obviously this uh, podcast is about trading, um, but um, let's first define this term trading. What does it actually mean? Um, my way of defining trading is holding a financial product, a financial instrument for less than 12 months. Yeah? If you're holding a stock or whatever it is for more than 12 months, I would call this investing. Yeah? So in this podcast, we will focus on the lower time frames and therefore on trading. Before we dive into the topic of trading, let me briefly introduce myself and uh, explain how I got involved in this topic of trading. My name is Robert Beck. Um, years ago, I studied Japanese studies and international business. Uh, then I actually went to Japan, worked in Tokyo for a couple of years, then came back to Germany, where I'm actually from, started a business for over a decade, uh, had my own uh, executive search firm, um, and did also a couple of things in the um, marketing field. So a couple of things uh, and experience I have beside this area of uh, investing and trading. Um, but of course, I was always interested in also letting my capital, my money work for me instead of working for my money. So I was thinking about ways to invest my capital in a, in a good fashion. And um, I researched many things. Uh, in the beginning, I was more focused actually on the investing side, on holding for a longer period. Uh, but then with time, I focused more and more on lower time frames and therefore on trading. Um, trading actually has a couple of advantages compared to uh, investing. Um, one advantage is that you, you're more flexible, you can adapt to the market environment because the market environment is changing all the time. Also, if you do it the right way, you can uh, reach higher returns than with uh, investing. You have actually lower risk if done correctly, because uh, if you look at the broad market, let's say the S&P 500, for example, or the Nasdaq, um, oftentimes um, there are big drawdowns, maybe 50, 60 percent. Yeah, not, not all the time, of course, but maybe once in a decade or sometimes even two times in a decade, you have really big drawdowns with trading you can be flexible and therefore you can um, go out of the market whenever um, yeah the market environment is not in your favor also i noticed that there are many false beliefs out there many people talk about passive investing with etfs um, but again if you are holding for a long time with a etf Uh, let's say an ETF based on the S&P 500, for example, as I just explained, there are big drawdowns and therefore there's also a lot of risk related to that. And um, also with value investing, uh, many people are big um, advocates of value investing, so more or less the way that Warren Buffett uh, is investing. Um, I came to realize that for the normal private investor, value investing is probably not a good way um, because you really have a tough competition. There are hedge funds out there and uh, many people analyzing the market every day. So you have to have an opinion um, that is different from the market's opinion and your opinion has to be correct. And you will find out if it's correct or not years later uh, and therefore I think it's very difficult to beat the market with value investing as a normal 
guy basically as a normal private investor. Um, and so therefore there are many things that I was fascinated by in the beginning. I really uh, researched about it a lot, but then more and more I came to uh, yeah, evolve as a trader basically. Um, I actually, as you can hear by my accent, I'm from Germany, um, actually currently uh, also living in Germany. And, um, but I trade mostly um, yeah, globally, but uh, probably with a stronger focus on the US market, especially uh, talking about uh, individual stocks. Um, yeah, the majority of those stocks are actually um, traded on the US market. And um, so in 2018, I actually started a German podcast. Uh, it's called Investieren Lernen, um, which means learn to invest. And um, then I, um, this, this post podcast is very broad. Um, yeah, there are many topics in there. Again, it's more about investing, but also including some uh, trading topics. And um, then I started a second podcast, actually also in, in German, uh, which is purely focusing on trading. Uh, that podcast was launched in 2022 or 23, I believe. And um, yeah, then I came to the idea, what if I do the same thing also in English, just as an experiment, uh, trying to find out how much larger my audience would be, or maybe it's not larger at all. Um, so it's just an experiment. I started recently an English podcast called Learn to Invest yeah, with my uh, buddy Scott from the US. And um, now I'm also doing the uh, second podcast, which is more focused on trading in English. Yeah, and this is the first episode of that podcast, obviously. Um, yeah. So as I said, I'm uh, more and more evolving and developing into a trader. I'm, I am a trader, um, and um, but I also pursue uh, longer-term investing strategies. Yeah, I have part of my capital in longer uh, investing strategies, but not value investing. Those are more like momentum investing strategies. But my passion is um, active trading. And uh, so this is what this podcast is uh, going to be about. Um, so I read a lot of books. I took a lot of courses. I attended seminars, uh, did internet research, uh, watched YouTube videos. Um, so again, there was the passion and the drive for uh, learning about this topic. Um, but for a long time, I had no real clarity. But every now and then there were some aha moments that pushed me forward in my evolution as a trader, I started to filter out the points that bring real added value and that I also apply myself today. I would like to shorten this learning curve for you with this podcast. So what forms of trading are there? First of all, you can um, differentiate by financial instruments. There are stocks, you could be a stock trader, there are bonds, and there's forex, so trading currencies. Um, options, yeah, stock options, and of course there are also crypto coins. Yeah, probably other things as well, but those are the most common financial instruments uh, for traders. Then you can differentiate by uh, time levels. Yeah, what time frame are you operating from? Um, I was already saying that uh, trading, in my definition, is holding something for less than one year, 
but still it makes a difference. Are you holding or planning on holding for, let's say, uh, just one hour or maybe a couple of months? Yeah. So this uh, time frame that you're operating from has a large influence also on your methodology, on your process. And therefore, um, yeah, we'll talk about that in later episodes. Um, I'm more a momentum trader. Or let's say I'm a pure momentum trader. Why is that? Because I believe that momentum will always exist. Yeah, It will not go completely out of fashion. Yeah, Of course, there are times where it works better, other times where it works less. But momentum is very stable. And it's scientifically proven that momentum, the momentum effect works. So therefore, if you want to really apply a strategy that you can really believe in, it must be based on something that's not only working for a short amount of time, but it's worked 100 years ago, it's working now, and there's no reason to believe why it's not going to work in 100 years as well. Also, momentum strategies um, are very profitable. So if you really want to grow your account, grow your wealth, then I think momentum strategies are the way to go. Um, there's going to be much more details on momentum later in this uh, podcast. So I'm a momentum trader and I'm focusing on trading stocks. Why stocks and why not, for example, crypto coins? Um, I think that it's clear that the stock market will continue to exist for a very long time, uh, at least for my lifetime. And therefore, um, yeah, this is something where you can always have opportunities. Also, the capital is rotating. Yeah, sometimes this one sector is in favor, then another time another sector is in favor. If you are, for example, a pure crypto coin uh, a trader, um, then you can only have high returns when crypto is in favor. And that's not all the time. As we know, it's going up rapidly, then it's going down rapidly, and then there's some breaks in between. So you want to be flexible. You also want to focus on where the capital is flowing into. And that can be crypto, but it can also be something else. And therefore, with the stock market, you are very flexible. You can also even profit from the crypto market by trading stocks because, first of all, now there are always uh, there are also uh, ETFs based on the Bitcoin price, for example. And um, you can also trade individual stocks like um Crypto miners, yeah, mining companies, they are also based or their price movement is very much derived from the Bitcoin price, for example. And they're even much more dynamic, much more volatile. So they go up even stronger than the Bitcoin price, for example. And uh, obviously, it's also more easy, more flexible, more practical, practicable to trade stocks. Um, the infrastructure and the stock market is much more mature. So therefore, my main focus is on the stock market. But again, I'm very flexible as well. And many things that you will learn here in this podcast, obviously also apply to the crypto sphere. Then we can discuss what is better uh, discretionary or algo trading. Uh, first of all, what does that mean? Discretionary means that there's a real human being making the decisions when to enter the stock, how to manage the stock trade, and how, uh, when to uh, exit the trade. With algo trading, algorithmic trading, um, there's a, a software basically, something that kind of code that has been programmed to do the trading. 
Um, I'm more on the discretionary side because I believe that still today um, a very experienced discretionary trader is still going to be better than an algo trader. Um, I looked into algo trading as well, but I'm just not passionate about that. So I'm passionate about discretionary trading uh, with stocks most of the time. What returns are possible? Obviously, um, the more complex the strategy is, the more it relies on the individual trader. I have more like simple strategies um, that can be learned quickly. And then I have more complex strategies. Um, it takes a little bit longer. But in a normal to a good year, you can double, triple your account. Um, yeah, if you really put a little bit of effort into learning this, so I think it's a good uh, time invest as well. So therefore, who is trading for? Um, yeah, as you can already tell, trading is for those who are willing to learn. Yeah, um, This podcast is supposed to show you that it's possible to learn it. We're not talking about some voodoo or something like that. We're talking about some really working strategies. There are many people out there who have mastered this. So therefore... Um, I also changed my mindset in the beginning. I was very doubtful, I have to say. But then at one point it became clear to me this is really working. And of course you build up self-belief, having success, experiencing that it's working for me as well. I tried many things. Uh, the things that did not work for me I just left aside and focused on what's really working. Yeah, I think that's enough for the first episode. Um, please subscribe to this podcast and yeah, let me take you on your trading journey. May the momentum be with you. See you next time. Bye-bye.